Welcome to Useless Chatter, where two BFFs get together and talk about anything and everything. I'm Stacy, And I'm Sarah. And on today's episode of Wisdom Wednesday, we are still in the Christmas spirit and nothing goes better with Christmas than capitalism. So That's get out right. your wallets. <laughs> Let's spend some money. So accurate. So real quick, it's a COVID Christmas for everybody. Hopefully people are sticking to their own spaces. That's what I was going to ask. Do you have any particular plans? No, I do not because I usually spend Christmas with my brother and his family. Mm-hmm. And because me and my brother are both sickly people and then he's got a lot of children. Right. I will not be going over there. Right. I hope that his kids get to go over there, but some of them don't live in the home anymore because they're adult. Kind of sucks. It does. Maybe you could do a, a Zoom meeting. Yeah, my brother acts like he's 805 though. And I don't... <laughs> You know, technology and millennials. I'm like, I'm pretty sure he was here when you're a Gen X. So calm down. Uh, Yeah, you had an Atari, buddy. You got this. Yeah, hard to do that. So I assume you guys are staying here. Yeah, we're not going anywhere. We're not doing anything. My aunt and uncle both got COVID over Thanksgiving. We had no Thanksgiving celebrations, but um, they got it right before. And so my uncle had it first and he seemed to be okay. My aunt quarantined him and all this and that. She tested negative when he tested positive, but then she started feeling really bad to the point to where she went to the hospital. She had to go to the ER and then she had tested positive then. And so that was probably a week or so after. So he seemed to kind of recover pretty good. And she did too. Uh, uh, Like four or five days into it, she was doing really well. My niece, on the other hand, and this is on the other side of the family, who has no contact with my my aunt and uncle, my niece, the one who's the dentist, she goes from nursing home to nursing home and works with the geriatric population. And so uh, she caught COVID and she seemed to recover and do okay. And then all of a sudden she got really sick again and it's turned into pneumonia. Hmm. So she didn't fare as well as the aunt and uncle on that side. And this, all of this was over Thanksgiving. So, you know, I feel like I had upset my mom when I told her that we were not mm-hmm. having her over. And my aunt um, who had got it, she said, you know what, just let her be upset. I know how I felt. And you would much rather your mother be angry at you mm-hmm. than, than yeah, here. yeah, exactly. And so I'm like, yeah, that's true. I mean, that's a good point. So, um, so no, we're not doing anything. I don't even have my decorations up. Like I'm just. Sounds mm. like your husband's trying to get them ready now. Right now. Ready for you to get up, I guess. At, yeah. He's going to get it all laid out for me. And there we Moving go. Moving it's the hard part, right? Yeah, I guess. Packing it into those containers is yeah. the hard part. Like, because you always get And you need to get that done before a spooky Christmas person pops up. I know. Whew. And slips your belly up. I better clean this house all by myself. From top to bottom mm, as well. Just by having tweeners here. Yeah. Anyways, yeah. we'll probably see our in-laws because we always see our in-laws because they don't do much out in the I world. I like how you call them our in-laws. They're your in-laws. in-laws. <laughs> yeah. I've never even met them. <laughs> we'll see my husband. I parents. feel like I know them from all the stories yes. that I've heard. You know, but... They're great people. Yeah, so you're going to go and see them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Well, there you go. Are you going to um, do your usual baking and delivering of treat? Because I was just curious. Just curious. If I was going to get some cinnamon rolls. So I feel like we probably will. But Um, you're like not going to visit though. 
I'm probably just going to drop them or you off. Probably just drop them off on porches. Yeah. Um, like my friend who works with the public, like in a very, she works in retail. Oh, goodness. Um, so. Oh, wow. Know, I would just probably want to drop those off at her home. Yeah. Ring the doorbell yeah. and be like, here, cinnamon rolls are on the ground. Mm-hmm. Get them before they freeze because it's cold outside. <laughs> It's our tradition. That we is should your tradition. do it. And we're clean people, thank God. Um, and it's one of the best. It's like something that we all look forward to. Well, I mean, I can't speak for all of the other recipients, but I know that we do, my family specifically, because that is our breakfast on Christmas morning are those cinnamon rolls and that um, glaze that you make. Our maple so coffee good. glaze. Oh, it's so good. So good. So that's that's awesome. So much fun. So. Yeah, you can look forward to that. Yay. Awesome. Well, in the meantime, I guess we can talk about capitalism. We sure can. <laughs> so, capitalism Christmas. We all know how I feel about capitalism in general. Yes, we um, do. As a socialist at heart. <laughs> well, but it's a particular type of socialism. I think I think a lot of people confuse socialism with communism. Which they are not the same thing. Mm-hmm. And I try to educate people and then they're like, rah, rah, rah. I'm like, oh, I actually have a lot of college debt because I studied this. I know a lot about society. Yeah. I happen to institutions. have. Yeah. Yeah. However. But you can't change people's minds that don't want to hear. Right. Anyways, yeah. we live in a capitalist country. We do. Which capitalism is great in a lot of ways. And bad in a lot of ways, mm-hmm. just like um, socialism is good and has its downsides too. Capitalism and postmodern Christmas go together like bread and butter, wouldn't you agree? I, I, yes, perfectly. I mean, because here we are like, oh, what are you doing for Christmas? How are you going to be doing this? Are you going to be doing that? You know, all of that stuff takes money. So we like to think that the winter holidays are a time um, or a season of gratitude and giving and spending time with loved ones. Mm-hmm. Right. We like mm-hmm. to think that like to think that's what we're doing, which is true in a way. Mm-hmm. Um, and that is the case for a lot of people. They are thankful for what they're giving, thankful for what they're getting and they're spending time with their families right. enjoying it. But there's also a lot of societal expectations that are associated with the holidays. Um, and they might cause people to lose sight of those good things mm-hmm. of gratitude and family time. Um, and it kind of replaces those with um, anxiety, um, concerns with debt, mm-hmm. and um, the idea of competition. Mm-hmm. Um, so I can only imagine what it's like having children and like thinking of what to get your kids and then being like, oh, what is what is my kid's friend getting? Like, you know, there's always that comparison within kids and kids, parents and parents, adults and adults. We all kind of. And can I share a story real quick? Um, you had actually taught me this years ago when um, Santa got my children something. I can't even remember what it was like a Wii or a Wii U or something like that for both of them. And um, you had said, no, it's supposed to be the big gift is from you because not all children have the same access to resources or parents, you know, who can purchase those things for them. So kids are like, man, Santa gave me fruit and nuts and gave you guys a wee. Like that's messed up. Mm-hmm. And so I didn't realize that until you had mentioned it, but it's true. I mean, and I remember growing up, we were not in the best of financial situations growing up, but um, I do remember well, I also remember 
realizing that Santa Claus wasn't real based on those disparities. Yeah. But I didn't think about it until I became an adult and started some kids, delving into some those kids memories. Some really do believe in Santa. Yeah. Like, yeah. They really do. Yeah. And so they can A.K.A. my daughter. Well, yeah, she refuses to not yeah. believe. Um, <laughs> I, I have a sister who's older than me that is very similar. Um, They're going to they, be in they, the they movies. They notice. Like, what did yeah. I do wrong? Because Santa only brought me a, a, t- a toboggan. And right. my friend got a cool electric guitar from Santa. So just to be clear, um, in Texas, if there's anybody outside of the state, like oh, in the northern. Yeah. In the northern part of the country, a toboggan is a sled, (laughs) which may actually cost quite a bit of money. I have no idea how much sleds are. But here, beanies are like (laughs) $2.99. You can just get them. Or my mother-in-law makes them. They're really cute. Oh, that's cool. I always get compliments. She knits? She does. Awesome. Really good at it. Very cool. Makes some nice socks. Huh. I like that. My dog loves those socks. Oh. So chew on them? They carry them around. Oh. I don't know. Hmm. My maybe, maybe they like the yarn. Very strange. Yes. Or whatever. Yeah. Okay. So moving on. So anyway, I just wanted to add that story to what you were saying. Um, just kind of about the consumerism yeah. and how children are thrust into the position of competing with others with regard to what types of gifts they mm-hmm. get. And, and there's a lot of anxiety for anybody involved. Like, getting a gift for someone mm-hmm. you want to get something a lot of people want to do something comparative like oh well they got me a pair of socks so getting them a shirt's appropriate mm-hmm. or i got them a pair of socks and they got me a diamond ring like oh god now I, now what do i what do i do now because now i need to go and add more mm-hmm. to the socks mm-hmm. so there's a lot of that kind of anxiety right it's true or then the keeping up with the joneses type thing that causes a lot of debt i mm-hmm. don't know about you but i watch commercials on occasion because I have Hulu live. So I only see commercials on occasion. Uh, Whatever they stick the ads in. Yeah. Just randomly. Cause the rest of our Hulu doesn't have ads. Yeah. So um, when you see one on occasion, it's like, Oh honey, I got you a treat. And they go outside and they have like two Denali truck SUVs. It's like <laughs> with big giant bows. on Yeah. Them. Big yeah. giant bows. The works. It's like that, that truck costs like $60,000 and you got two of them. Mm-hmm. It's like what? So that you- and how wouldn't you know? I'm sorry, you know, I've traded in vehicles I don't- multiple times in my life. So like, um, how as a spouse yes. would you of, not know? What kind of person can just go out and get two vehicles without their spouse knowing? Yeah, yeah. Or family, and you know. I, don't I mean, know. I assume that you're trading in what you have. You know what? I guess some people don't function that way. No, they can probably just afford to purchase them with cash. Yeah, these people on commercials can. <laughs> so, yeah, have you seen their houses that they walk yeah, out so of? <laughs> we were talking about that the last time we saw one. And it was like, well, at least their house is ridiculous too. So yeah, you can just assume that they have a ridiculous amount of money. And right. It's not like coming out of a ranch style home. They're like, okay, so we are huge. presently in a ranch style home. <laughs> and wouldn't you be like, what the F? Why do we have two giant trucks in our driveway? I mean, we did have two. You giant. did for a while. <laughs> I'm talking about you. Now that we're, I mean, anyway, my yes. hope is to someday move to an electric vehicle so I could be a bit more environmentally friendly. You know, that is a good dream to have, but at least you didn't drive your trucks everywhere. Like you have a very small radius of where you go. Oh yeah, that's so. true. And I, I, had, that. I had the truck. Uh, because I have a son who plays a tuba, True. and I had to 
needed the truck. Oh, look, there it is right there. <laughs> I could live in the tube, but that's how large it is. Yeah. Um, so anyway, moving on. Though. Yes, moving I mean, on. All jokes aside. Capitalism. Yeah. Um, so these concerns with debt and competition anxiety, um, I know I'm guilty of having that anxiety. It's specific, specifically with my husband. I'm always concerned that whatever I've gotten him is super dumb and mm -hmm. he'll hate it. Mm -hmm. And in the end of the day, my husband's not materialistic and could care less that he even got something. But in my mind, I've worked it up like this has to be perfect. This has meaning. You should give to my husband because he doesn't like anything. Well, and I'm used to that from my stepdad. Oh, okay. Who, because just criticizes of, everything. Because of his mental illness, mm -hmm. it's hard to know how he'll react to things. Mm -hmm. So then you just mm -hmm. you get one okay feeling on something. So then he ends up getting the same thing every year. Right. Um, Libra has a drawer full of very uh, colorful socks. Okay, socks are cool. My yeah. father-in-law is very similar to Leroy in the respect of, oh, this is cool, but mm -hmm. you know, we'll yeah. provide the. Da, 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 da. Yes. So. And I can only use and I assume that, stuff that looks like this. Yeah, or. I assume that just like comes with age and like being a dad, maybe. I don't know. I don't think so because my dad is not. I could purchase my dad an acre of land on the moon and he'd be like, me. I own an acre of land on the moon, which really you don't. I just paid $20 for a piece of paper. Mm -hmm. But he'd love it because it came from his child, you know. Mm -hmm. So, um, so I guess maybe that's the difference of. If it comes from your spouse versus your child, I don't, I don't know. Because he's never really criticized anything that the kids have gotten them. To their face. No. No. And just in general, no, he hasn't. He's always said, he's always. That's kind. To them, you know, been thankful for the stuff. But then, again, socks, coffee mugs. With yeah, you just try to stick with safe things. Funny inscriptions. Yeah, mm -hmm. stuff like that. So. So. So anyways, we give people, we want to give people this warm, fuzzy feeling. We want to get mm -hmm. that warm, fuzzy feeling. Um, so this whole anxious competition, capitalist, buy nice shit, receive nice shit. It's a cycle. Mm -hmm. And I'm not shitting on capitalism, though I am definitely um, not in favor often. Um, <laughs> I am a consumer, so I realize, like, I live in a place where I'm allowed to criticize. So mm -hmm. I am thankful for that. Mm -hmm. But so I'm not shitting on consumer holidays like Christmas or how they've become. Because um, I know in other societies, maybe they're not as individualistic as we are and maybe aren't as consumption driven, which we might talk about mm -hmm. later. Mm -hmm. um, I just wanted to bring light. Like, it's interesting that in a holiday that is meant to, like, welcome your Lord and Savior or be thankful for a sacrifice our ancestor made or a miracle that allowed us to stay alive for, you know, a week with life. You're talking about Hanukkah? Yes. Yeah. You know, things like that. Yeah. Yes. I just find it very interesting that we've taken this celebration of spending time with families, welcoming mm -hmm. a harvest or welcoming a new year, blah, blah, blah. And we're like, how much money can I put on my credit card this year so mm -hmm. I can make sure I've made everyone happy? Mm -hmm. um, it's really hard. I, re I remember when we were definitely not in the same financial position that we are now when um, my kids were younger. And even, there was a lot of pressure even then. And looking back, it's like, 
wouldn't no, really yeah. have made a difference. Not at all. But it was, you know, working extra shifts or doing this or doing that. You know what I'm Putting saying? Something like something else off. I mean, I used to do all of these stupid, like, I don't know, quizzes and mood check-ins and all this through my insurance company. Because if you did it daily, this is through our health insurance hmm. with the state. If you do it daily, you get points. And at the end of the year, well, at any time, whenever you collect enough points, you can redeem it for prizes. Okay. Or not prizes. That sounds silly. But you can redeem it for items. And there were thousands of things that you could choose from, like televisions and Blu-ray players and curling irons and coffee mugs and anything and everything yeah. you could think of. So I remember my mindset was, at the beginning do of the this, year do this, do this. to do all yeah. of this throughout the year, just so that at the end of the year, I could get free presents for my children because they had toys and stuff like that too. Um, so very interesting, mm -hmm. very interesting. I mean, you're very right in that it does cause a great deal of anxiety when at the end of the day, that's not the purpose of this holiday. Yeah. And that really wasn't even the purpose before it became a Christian holiday yeah, either. Like just in general, mm -hmm. like it was always. Yeah. And gifts yeah. were probably very different, right? Like yeah, back probably then. probably were fruit and nuts. Yeah. And you're like, oh my gosh, honey. Yeah. Honey never spoils. Like that's an amazing gift because you can store that mm. year round, you know? <laughs> so, yeah. Anyway. So, so uh, let me provide some background on capitalism real quick. Okay. So this is actually a part of one of my lectures I give when I'm getting to profess. So capitalism is an economic system in which the means of production are held largely in private hands. Um, so in pre-industrial societies, your wealth came from land. And then when we had the industrial revolution, um, land, having land and equaling wealth changed to having banks and machinery and business enterprises, that meant you were wealthy. Having all of these material things. Right. A railroad. All of that is what yeah. actually made you wealthy and not having all the land anymore. Which is interesting because you needed the land to build all of the business. Yeah. So we rely on like bankers, industrialists, and others to hold those large sums of money and then give other people work, right? Mm -hmm. um, but they're the ones that are gaining the best profit. Right. So that's capitalism. Uh, yeah. The big profit going to the to a small portion and the labor of a lot not receiving it. Right. Creating it. Right. So instead of having land, you wanted businesses. So this transitions from um, private ownership to being like the number one thing that you wanted. And this causes the capitalistic economy. Mm hmm. Um, also, it kind of put out those people that were like your cobblers and stuff like that with the Industrial Revolution. Mm -hmm. Like instead of always going to the green family for this, you're going to Sugar USA to get your product. Mm. Um, I see what you're saying. Yeah. So That's instead of always relying on your neighbor who mm -hmm. has sugar cane to give you sugar, you're going to this conglomerate that, that now owns all of the sugar. Yeah. Or so that's capitalism. That's the transition. Um, so the main incentive in a capitalistic economy is the accumulation of profits. Right. And if you think about it in the holidays, it's like the accumulation of gifts and of shit 
you receive or shit you give. Yeah. Um, so in practice, capitalist, capitalist systems um, vary in degree, like how the government regulates private ownership and economic activity. This is just background on capitalism. Mm-hmm. So the first prevalent way to manage capitalism, which came right after the industrial boom, was the idea of the laissez-faire system, right? Um, which is just to let them do them. So you do you, boo-boo. Yeah, pretty much you have a very laid-back attitude about it and and see how it evolves and grows and yeah. or fails, one yeah. or the other. Yeah. So very limited government involvement in businesses. Just right. let them do their thing. Um, and then... However, as we've learned, they're not exactly the most ethical of people. Correct. And so then, you know, regulations have to be put in place because you cannot put rubbing alcohol in, I don't know, what's something that... Baby formula. Yeah, like you can't do yeah, stuff like that. We need things to be clean if you're going yeah. to mass produce our right. products. Right, You know. right. Um, yes, yeah, so for a while we followed this laissez-faire and then collectively we're like, hmm, there's not a fair market here because if only Jim has mm-hmm. access to sugar cane we have to buy all our sugar through him and he can charge whatever he wants because he's the only person. Right. So that's kind of where you want to, the, the good idea of capitalism is having other people in the market and not just one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It keeps your, your prices keeps, fair. Yeah. supposed to anyway. Affordable. And you don't have a monopoly. Yes. But, and that is the issue with laws. I fear it causes monopolies and unlike other countries. So a lot of, what do we call them? Most developed countries. Mm -hmm. Industrialized Um, nations. Yes. So like the ones that are most developed, Mm -hmm. they have like a mixture of like democratic socialism and capitalism mixed together. Mm -hmm. So that's, you know, the functioning. That um, in a lot of ways, people going back to what we were saying earlier, people who confuse socialism with communism, those are the countries that you're talking about, those socialist practices, other yes. industrialized nations where they have things like universal health care and so on and so forth. Yes. Um, free your education. Tax, yeah, your tax money mm-hmm. actually goes to things that help your country, right. um, not military. Right. And then a communism is where one person, and we actually have never had a true communist state. Those are actually dictatorships right. who pretend to be communist. So, well, because... Whatever. That's not those, what we're talking those about. Those damn commies. That's not what we're talking about. Today, <laughs> no, they're not. actually not real communists. Um, because I read Marx and that's not what they are. Um, <laughs> okay. Anyway, so monopolies are a no-no in capitalism, but right. in the United States, we actually allow monopolies to exist in the form of utilities and in transportation. So our Hence the game monopoly. You got the utility companies mm-hmm. and you have the uh, railroads on Correct. there. But yeah. other other ways, you're like, oh, don't do that. That's a monopoly. But you know, um, it goes I feel like the Sherman phones. Act. Yeah, the Sherman Act. But I feel like you know there are certain like because um, you remember back in the day there were like tons of cell phone carriers. Correct. Little, They're all bought up again. Yeah. Yeah. I I am interested and I am going to take like a new tax class next semester. Oh. So I'm interested to see what else I learn. Mm-hmm. Because it has to do with like inter interstate commerce mm-hmm. and a monopoly. Uh, yes, because some of them were very local. Mm-hmm. Some of those companies. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah, you're so. right. I remember them. Yeah. But yeah, okay. So monopolies, capitalism, 
that's what our country does. Um, and just FYI, Adam Smith is the person that like coined laissez-faire hmm. as a theory. Um, okay. Well, I like the fact that he used a foreign phrase. Yeah, which I find to be very funny. Hmm. Why? Why do you find it? It doesn't sound very American, does it? Oh. <laughs> no, it doesn't. <laughs> but, you know, maybe he was very well-traveled. Yes. And had a transatlantic accent when he spoke. Which is not a real accent, but yes. No, it's not a real accent. <laughs> <laughs> it's a made-up Hollywood accent. Right? I love it, though. Yeah. So, I know we should bring it back. Yes. I'm just feel like this is my new accent. No, it sounds I feel like I've... I change my accent to whatever I'm watching. So. My daughter did that the other day. So I sound like she was from England. Is she watching The Crown? Because I, I was watching The Crown the other day. And I, I also it. sounded yeah. very. But you know, when I started talking, I talked like a British person. Like as, as a, a child? As a child, I oh. talked with a British accent. And did you guys watch a lot of BBC growing up? I had up? no idea. And PBS, no... maybe. Yeah, if we watched it, would be PBS. No, my mom said it was the weirdest and funniest thing because I was just like walking about in this Mexican family <laughs> with a British accent. And one of my aunties was just like, maybe she's reincarnated. That's exactly what I just thought. Like, I kid you not. So, maybe you are. I do have a really dope British accent. I'm not going to lie. I can't wait to hear it. But someday. Anyways. <laughs> okay. So let's move on to your fun capitalist my capital story okay about the holidays and we'll wrap up with my okay. heartwarming why we're looking at capitalism okay all right okay. so sounds good i was listening to an episode of another podcast a few weeks ago and they were talking about how um, china has actually really used capitalism in the united states against itself and so i thought that was really interesting so i started looking up information and I came across this article that was written just two months ago. The title of this article is Chinese Socialism Against American Capitalism, The Final Showdown, question mark. And I think it's interesting that they use the, the word socialism when the true definition is not the same as mm -hmm. we had already discussed earlier. And it was written by Zhu Ying. Um, he's a professor of economics for Shanghai Normal University. And so the article was actually written in Chinese and then translated. So there are some words that sound a little bit more intense mm -hmm. than others, you know, like in terms of the translation. So anyway, so I, I mean, it like legit triggered me because this is what the first sentence states. Marxist guided socialist countries all harbor the dream of overtaking the U.S. Yeah, <laughs> but it's enough to where you're like, what? Okay. So the article also states that socialism was born to be superior to capitalism. But when capitalist markets do better, it threatens the legitimacy of socialism. So the article goes on to give a history of socialism, and I'm using air quotes, in Russia and China, and how they both failed to overtake the United States in the 1900s. And then it states that in 2017, China has actually overtaken our country. Now, clearly, it's not like a physical war. There's not bombs going off or anything like that. They Was it kinda, right, Don? <laughs> they did kind of refer to it as a new Cold War um, of sorts. But what, what that is, is that China is number one in terms of economy, technology, and overall strength of society, so to speak. Does that make sense? Mm -hmm. So 
here's what's interesting. China's weapon in its strategic battle with the United States is what, what they refer to as the whole nation system. And so what that means is that the country aims to be 100% self-reliant. Mm -hmm. The reason why it's a weapon, quote unquote, is because Chinese people are capable of whether they want to or not, but they are capable of uniting, whereas Americans are not in any capacity. We're not good at it. We're not good at it. And um, this individuality and freedom is exposed. China, excuse me, has notoriously taken advantage of that. And I want to point out something just real quick. Um, China's government-led economic model mm -hmm. has a major component in our market-driven economy. Mm -hmm. And that's where Christmas comes in. Um, but before we kind of talk about Christmas, and I'm not even going to talk about presents, I'm going to talk about Christmas ornaments. But before we even get there, I want to mention, you know, you and I both work for the government, the state government. My husband and I both were in the military. And I have to tell you, those systems were more like communism than the freedoms that our country professes mm -hmm. to enjoy so much. And the reason why I say that is it's oligarchy. Yeah. Yes. Regardless of who or what you are, you get paid the same amount of money yep. as everybody else. Right. Regardless of how good or bad. Yes. You get paid the same. There, there's very few, you know, raises based on merit, at least with the state. In the military, no. Okay. That's true. You have to put in your time. Also, depending on your status, you can only be friends with certain people of certain status as well. And um, that's true as you move up mm -hmm. in the chain of command in both. State I mean, and federal. Yeah. yeah. I mean, that's just the bottom line. And so there were certain times when you could eat, clearly not with the state. But in the military, you know, certain times that, that you eat, certain times that okay. you do this, certain times that you do this, you could only travel less than 50 miles from where you were stationed or whatever the case yeah. may be. So there's a lot of rules, a lot of structure in place that as a civilian, that's none, none of those restrictions are in place, mm -hmm. period. But the government runs like a communistic society. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so... I just wanted to throw that out there because it's actually very interesting. And the reason for that is we have to be united. Yeah. And there's only one way to do that. And that's to make sure everybody follows the exact same rules. So on to Christmas ornaments. Um, the vast majority of ornaments made for the U.S. market comes out of sweatshops from a city that is 180 miles from Shanghai. And the name of that city is Yiwu. And it's known as China's Christmas Village. So photographs of these sweatshops, which they refer to as factories in China, but they're not. They bear a very similar resemblance to the clandestine counterfeit makeup labs. Have Ooh. you seen those? Yes. Very, like, um, dirty. They're not sterile. The walls are stained with dye and glitter. It's poorly lit. There's no ventilation. There's no health regulations. Yeah. Nothing like that. Like, it could be... This room that we're recording in can be, quote unquote, a factory, and they're just making stuff um, in it. It's a very unfavorable environment. And there's 600 of these so-called factories in that city. And together, they produce over half of the world's supply of Santa hats, stockings, ornaments, garlands, snow globes, and basically anything you can think of to buy at the Dollar Tree. Um, all My of that. mom's favorite store. I, you know what? I love it, too. 
Why? Because it's cheap and festive. And I can go there at every holiday and get all of this stuff. Well, guess what it's made from? Our trash. The tears of children? The tears of children, yes. Our garbage Mm -hmm. that we sell to China because we don't don't recycle. recycle, But they do. And they do it in labs that are incredibly unhealthy for them. So anyway, all of the stuff that they make in these labs, or not labs, but... um, Factories. Yeah, sweatshops. They're really sweatshops. But they go to this huge market, right? Bigger than anything you could ever imagine. And that's where all the stuff is purchased in bulk and shipped to America. The stuff is so cheap that during times of economic recession in the United States, it sells better than when our economy is doing good. Isn't that interesting? That's a, a very odd thing. But, um, and I wanted to point out, it doesn't matter if you pay a dollar for it at the Dollar Tree or you go to Target because, you know, you're bougie and you want to spend more money. It comes from the same place. It's the exact same place. So uh, the money, the extra money that you just spent on it, lined somebody else's pockets. Mm -hmm. The business owner who purchased it from these people in China. So um, the workers in China, um, they make about... $500 a month and they work over 12 uh, hours a day. They know nothing about Christmas or Christianity. Um, All of those powdered dyes that land on their skin that are inhaled as well as all the other toxic chemicals that are floating around for all of that. They're really risking their health um, working in these factories. And our weakness is being consumer driven and it's, it's really being used against us by the government, not necessarily by the employees. Over no, there, I would say they don't. They're not doing anything. Yeah, I mean they they they're don't. Working. They're working, and, and that's pretty much it. But um, but the the issue is is that that government has really exposed us for what we are, and they expose their own people for also needing money and providing them with incredibly poor working conditions mm-hmm. to give us our cheap stuff back. So. There's that. See, and we're poor people and we're not helping because we're exploiting other poor people. Mm-hmm. And we don't want to spend $50 on a wreath yeah, that an American made. Like, I'm sorry. That's why makeup over here is so expensive. Those factories are very sterile. They are done in an environment where there's health regulations and things like that, where the government has stepped in and said, you can't put super glue in lipstick. I'm sorry. It's illegal to do that. So they're actually using quality ingredients and so on and so forth. But that costs money and people don't want to spend the money. They want the product, but they don't want to spend the money. Yeah. That's why stuff costs so much money. And that's why stuff that's made here anyway, rather. Yeah. And people demand to be paid more money for their labor. Which they should. Yeah, I agree. They demand things like lunch breaks. <laughs> Lunch break. <laughs> lunch break. That sounds interesting. What is that? What is lunch break? Yeah. But anyway, so that's my, that's my, um, I guess, information with regard to capitalism in that um, it's not as favorable as people think. And the only people who it favors are the ones who own those businesses. Mm-hmm. That private? Yeah. That private party. Yeah. So. But it would be very unrealistic to assume we can all be the private party. Yeah. Oh, very much so. Yeah. So why would I be for it? So that's just what it's I wanted to say. I remember my mom watched something on um, labor, like outsourcing, offshoring labor, and 
would get very upset if she saw people with like Mardi Gras beads. She was mm-hmm. like, those kids make a dollar a year. Like, I don't know what it is, but you know, my mom was very dramatic uh, and was just very offended because she watched this documentary. She's like, I didn't know this. But it's true though. And how we, exploited they are. Yeah. And didn't we talk about this last time about um, ethically sourced chocolate? We have talked about that. Yeah. Like we didn't do an episode on it, but I think it was just like we mentioned it or something along those lines where there's children mm-hmm. who um, are forced to work and, and collect the, um, yeah. what, what's it called? Now it's left my, the pod or whatever, the a, bean. A cocoa? <laughs> yes. <laughs> I'm like, there's a name. There's a Help thing, me out. It's got the stuff. It's got. And it grows. Yes. And the people get it. Yes. Yeah. And that there are certain companies in the United States that profit off of the labor of those children. Yeah. That's a problem. Yeah. Yeah. So. Yes. Okay. So all this uh, negative talk of capitalism. Let's go back to Christmas and holiday, winter holiday. I keep, we keep saying Christmas, but that's only because we live in Texas and that's the major winter right. holiday around here. Right. We don't know a lot of Jewish people. I mean, there's not a large Jewish There is not population. a large population of anything around here. Like being a Catholic is weird around North is Texas. It? Oh, North Texas. Yeah. Yes. But I mean, just go four hours. Yeah. No, if I was around my people, I'd be fine yeah uh in fact i'm shocked it's just I'm, a quick four hour drive sarah <laughs> just a couple counties away yeah uh, i'm always shocked when i meet someone of um latin descent and they're like not catholic i'm like what they're like how, how did this happen like yeah like i met a, you're like you're an imposter yeah you're like, like i met an adventist one and i was just adventist like, yeah like seven, a seventh day Adventist. Yeah. wow i was like weird like, how did that even happen? Yeah, I was just very like, I'm sure I stared at them awkwardly. And they were like, okay. Thanks. Also, speaking of Latin, I would like to make a petition uh, for the pronunciation of the word Latin X. I think it should be Latinx because you don't say Latin O and you don't say Latin A. So that's my so argument. You say it however you want. Well, okay, good. I'm going to say Latinx because I don't like Latinx. Okay. So. To wrap up, let's think back about the holidays. What is the meaning of Christmas or the other winter holidays? The birth of our Savior, strength from our ancestors, a new moon, a harvest, a miracle, whatever shit you celebrate. <laughs> That's actually a very good combination of it all. Yeah, that sounds fun. Yeah. Um, so whatever meaning that you give to your holidays, um, a reoccurring theme is always like to be grateful and celebrate our families and whatnot. Our family and friends, our right. loved ones, and all the stuff we do for each other or our past family has done, blah, blah, blah. And as an American society, like normal, uh, we let our marketing era of business influence us still, mm-hmm. even though we're in like a relationship era of business mm-hmm. just fyi i learned that in one of my business classes mm-hmm. uh, still impacted by the marketing era though of like mad men and shit mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yes. i do feel like it is uh, more relationship yes. or that's very interesting that you mentioned that i never thought about it till you just said it yes. so yeah i think that's probably why i like sociology and business because it's very like normal things that you don't think of mm-hmm. and then you're like oh shit yeah that is that mm-hmm. is the thing mm. Yeah. So you can connect dots. Anyways, yeah. um, so we're in this marketing era and we kind of lost sight of all of those family ties um, or the cultural or religious things have taken a back seat and we focus more on the consumer part 
Yeah, for sure. So our Lord and Savior Santa, Coca-Cola, Toys R Us, <laughs> uh, Ford Truck Month. Ford Truck Month. <laughs> <laughs> they all influence us and use cool marketing methods and put it in our heads. That there are certain items that we need to be bought for us mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. or we need to buy for others to show appreciation and prestige. Yeah. And there are gifts that we want to receive or we want to give to show rec- like recognizing that you love someone or that you are loved. Um, so we often forget about those family traditions. Mm-hmm. Um, and usually I don't know about other people, but I like to avoid family time. Like, Oh, my family's a lot. (laughs) And sometimes you buy expensive things to for someone, but they have little meaning to you. Mm -hmm, You just mm -hmm. buy something nice. Mm -hmm. Okay. Um, do you remember like the tickle me Elmo fiascos Mm -hmm, when I, when mm -hmm. I was very young? Oh, I remember. Um, it was cabbage patch kids when I was It was Cabbage Patch Kids and then um, a Big Bird toy, like a Sesame Street. Mm -hmm. It was a Big Bird that like talked. Yeah. Like a string pull. And I know my brother like went to a million stores to find me one, got me one. And I like I peed my pants. I was so scared of it. Like I was a very, I was an infant, I'm sure. But But it was the toy to have. Yes. And him and my sister-in-law like worked so hard because my sister-in-law has been my sister since before I was born. Yeah. Um, Yeah. Yeah, yeah. They worked hard to get me this toy, and then I was terrified because I hate talking toys. Always have, always will. <laughs> you, you were know, born that way, probably because you're reincarnated probably. from a time when they didn't have toys that did that. You know, there's always that, like that it gift that you're supposed mm-hmm. to be getting. Furby, like when I was in like elementary, mm-hmm. intermediate school, it was the, the Furby. Um, what were those hamster things? I don't remember. Zuzu pet. Yeah, your kids, like yeah. that was a thing when your yeah. kids were tiny. Yeah. You know, weird shit. Just hatchables, yeah. all these things that are very. But I know I see what you're saying that there's always been something there's, that psychologically we've been told everyone but, wants. I remember the yeah. Furbies in particular talking mm-hmm. to my grandpa who's in Arizona. Mm-hmm. He's like, uh, "Did you want one of those?" I'm like, "Hell no!" Said, and I'm in the fourth. Also, grade, so talking probably, toy. Yeah, I probably did say hell no. I was like, "No, thank you, not for me." Yeah, not an item for me. It Furby. talked back too. They did. They were super cute. And you they could were not. Tongue. They were terrifying. They look like um, little gremlins. Mm-hmm. Little gremlins. So there's always something. Like we even had that movie with like Arnold Schwarzenegger. Mm-hmm. Whatever. I can't yeah. say that word apparently. Um, Arnold. Yeah. And no, you're Jingle right. All the Way. Was that what it was? Yep. So there's always like that it toy, that that it gift. Remember, like for adult women for a long time, it's like those Pandora jewelry things, which I sold those in college, and I'm like, well, they're not that great, but whatever. Um, We um, we sold a lot of weird shit at the home place days. Let me tell you, but you know, there's always something that you want to get for people. Mm -hmm. iPhones, Samsung Mm -hmm. Galaxies, whatever. (laughs) Um. So I'm just curious this year, because hopefully you are staying safe and all that stuff and staying with the people that you're with often, not Mm -hmm. visiting other people. Mm -hmm. But I am visiting you. I don't visit other people. Right. So, and I was just tested for COVID. um, Oh, were you? I'm all like, were you? Oh, that's nice. (laughs) And I was negative. Um, Well, and I will say this, you know, when you think about it, typically, historically, through the years, uh, winter is the hardest time for people. So you have a lot to be grateful for when you've 
canned all the food that you need to get you through the entire winter Mm -hmm. or, you know, chopped all the firewood to keep you warm, not only keep you warm, but, you know, heat your water and whatever else cook with, you know, all of those things. So very, very basic things that we don't even think Think about about today. So that's, there was a lot to be thankful for. Yeah back then and and we've kind of moved away from that and now it's you know yeah like you said like being thankful for getting the latest it toy which has nothing to do with your Correct. survivability yeah i don't know if like at all little baby santa wait not santa jesus little, little baby santa oh maybe um, <laughs> it was just as fat then yeah. <laughs> yeah like little jesus was he like waiting for some new airpods you know no probably not no he got like Gold frankincense and frankincense, which is great because frankincense is really good. Don't you give me your oily stuff. No, no. (laughs) And myrrh, but think about it. Essential oils that were a big deal, even in the time of Jesus. (laughs) Multi-level marketing. (laughs) It all started. All started. 2000 years ago by these magicians walking around. Yes. Yeah. Okay. So often we forget our family traditions and I'm, like I said, I'm guilty of trying to like minimize my time with family. Mm-hmm. Um, Cause you have favorite family members that you'd rather spend time with. Mm-hmm. And then you feel obligated to see other family members. Mm-hmm. Same Some people are just there. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Friends, family, you know, all that kind of, we all do that whether you admit it or not. Um, yeah. Don't so I'm, act like I'm curious perfect. to see how this year turns out because there are, economic hardships happening with people Mm -hmm. who might not be telling you about it or you are just oblivious to noticing these things. People are sick. People are scared. Some people don't give a fuck either way and they're going to do whatever they're going to do. And that's why Texas has reduced their population in restaurants like their uh, capacity and stuff Mm -hmm. because our hospitals are suffering. Um, Schools are still open though. For now. Yeah. Um, we have a special governor, so we'll see. Um, so the pandemic has definitely changed things. And I know once I realized how much I would put on my credit card, which I've never been like a huge spender anyways, but it's no. any debt is too much debt. You yeah. Know? And I have enough student loan debt to worry. Yeah. And I re- specifically remember talking to you like 10 years ago, whenever we first met and you were like, my interest rate is 1.7 or something. And you're like, and your husband, which this was before y'all were married, she was like, he brags to me all the time because he's at zero percent. <laughs> and I'm like, whoa. I do have calm a higher, it down. I do have a higher credit limit though, let me tell you. Well, that's true. Like whenever your interest is so low. But I just remember being very impressed because you were super young and my interest rate at that age was not that low. I mean, so that's to me I was that was very impressive. Well, thank you. You're welcome. Uh, I grew up poor, but my stepdad is smart in a way. So he did tell me like how, yeah, how to do things. Right. And just maybe didn't execute them themselves. Do as they say, not as they do. Oh yeah. Um, actually he has great, he has great credit too, but yeah, he's also very stingy. He's a miser. Maybe. I don't know what that word means, but yes. Stingy. Yes. Yes. So anyways, so this is going to be like my fifth or sixth year in a row where I'm trying to buy very minimal things and make, things which actually I make a lot of shit and it costs probably more money than it would be to just I buy things think so yeah um, but in my head I'm at least putting effort and like my love and affection into my gift 
you know, instead of yeah. just buying something, which I, so this year for my friends and family um, that I do exchange gifts with, there is like purchase, purchase things. And mm-hmm. then there's things that I've made. made. Yeah. Or am making. Yeah. Um, Which is really cool. So, yeah, I just try to do that. Plus, it's sustainable. It's a little bit more sustainable. I do. I try to, like, recycle things into something else and, you know, whatever. No, which is great. Um, So. So, um, I'm probably going to ship things. I have, like, a niece that lives up north, and I don't think she's going to come down. And if she does, I doubt I'll see her. So, you know, I want to ship things so she can get her presents and cards. Um, I wanted to do Christmas cards this year since we aren't seeing people. Oh, See we, how that we goes. We too are doing Christmas cards mm-hmm. this year. It's fun and whimsical COVID Christmas cards. That'll be fun. Um, I'm probably going to purchase cards, but I did make some handwritten decorated cards for people like for oh, their presents. Wow. Um, wow. Yeah. It's I'm weird when I'm not like when I'm not in law school and working full time, like I have all this extra yeah. time. So yeah. Whatever. Um, so I make presents. Yeah. So right now I'm making presents and then I'll be doing some other stuff. Mm-hmm. We'll see. Uh, okay. So like I said, the pandemic has greatly impacted people more so than we want to admit mm-hmm. because we're America and we're capitalists and we're wonderful. Um, and we're super healthy. We're super healthy, super healthy. Because God gave us this immune system. I mean, the people who died, they needed to go anyway, right? According to our... Yeah, let your grandparents die for the yeah. economy. It's like I actually, I only have my, my grandparents, grandparents because I have mm-hmm. no parents anymore. I'd like her to stick around. I like both of my, one is a real grandma and one's a step grandma, but I love them both. I want them both mm-hmm. to stick around. Um, I mean, they've been involved in your life, your whole life. So, so I don't know why yeah. we should let them die. So while I do not actually practice religions anymore of any sort, um, this year I actually brought back the advent calendar. Oh, wow. Because they brought it back. Because to me, it's bringing it back because we always had one as a child. Yeah. Um, we always did like the chocolate treat one. Yeah. And it was always really bad, cheap chocolate. Oh, it's disgusting. Where but, it's like gray. Yeah. Yeah. I know what you're Whatever. talking about. So this but year, those were always fun. It though. was. It was always fun to do it with my mom. Um. So are you doing chocolate this year? So no, I did activities. So I actually wrote out 25 activities and then I hung them up um, on string. Are these activities that only you do or like They're everybody for me in the and house? Josh. Yeah. Cool. And uh, so the first one was me like explaining what Advent is. And then I was like, oh, I don't really remember. Let me go find an article on it. So, you know, I read him like an article uh, from the Catholic Church. <laughs> Did you quiz him afterwards? I did not. <laughs> like, I need to make sure you are paying Do attention. You know what the three purple candles are for? <laughs> You're probably like, oh, what I is that? I should have taken notes. Yes. Um, but that was something that I can bring one of my family traditions in to share with Josh, who was not raised Catholic, which I find out lots of things like growing up, like I just thought were normal things. And then I find out like, oh, I am really. I am really Mexican. Oh, I am really Catholic. Like, mm-hmm. I don't think anything of it because my parents never really said we do this because of this or we, you know, practice it's this. It's just so ingrained into yes. how so you operate. So then I always find out, like, oh, I am. Like, I'll be damned. I am very different than everyone else in North Texas. Okay. <laughs> I'm like, I'm not, I don't know. I don't think you are, but I don't. You know, from our little county. I, oh, yeah. yeah, I guess so. I guess so. in that respect, yeah, yeah, you're right. Yeah, not like I didn't think about like that. Texas in general, because clearly there's I'm like looking of, at the big picture. There's lots of me. But we both did come from very small 
areas that had no diversity whatsoever. And you're right. You're absolutely right. You're probably the only Catholic in the town. (laughs) Since I don't have either of my parents anymore, I know that this will be like a challenging season and Mm. not being able to be with my brother, my favorite sibling will be challenging. Mm -hmm. So, wow. Bringing in the Advent. Stab stab to the other sibs. You're like my favorite sibling. I mean, (laughs) we all know. It's because he, he cooks really good. He does. Yeah. He might be the worst brother in the world, but he cooks so good. But his food is good. So so that's all that matters. Yeah. Pumpkin flan. That was a good day. Um, Hmm. You know, I'm all about flan. That sounds really good. I like flan too. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Onlyflans.com. Onlyflans.com. That's a great idea. (laughs) I might be doing that soon. Um, Just making a lot of flans and eating them. (laughs) So the point of today's podcast, the the reason I wanted to talk about capitalism and holiday was to like maybe put all of us back in check Mm -hmm. and check ourselves. Mm -hmm. Is it really important? to buy all those things for someone else. Maybe, maybe not. Mm-hmm. So like try to emphasize doing activities together, spending time together, whatever that looks, whatever makes you guys happy. Right. I think is what I want people to remember and think about and kind of forget about the keeping up with the Joneses type mentality that we all have mm-hmm. around Christmas. Mm-hmm. So I hope folks are with people that they want to be with. If they get to be with the people they want to be with Mm -hmm. um, from a safe distance or wearing a mask or whatever they need to do um, or via Zoom. I hope people are able to just have fine joy and hope this holiday season. So from me to everyone else, all five of you, um, best holiday wishes. Um, Stay safe. Also, it's three because you're one. And I'm two. Well, <laughs> and then there's, <laughs> so there's three people who listen and happy holidays to you three. Yes. No. Happy holidays. Yeah. Find us on Instagram and Facebook yes. at useless underscore chatter. Yes. Bye. Bye.